This is the Monetize Everything Podcast, a place where people just like you can learn how to build wealth, improve personal finances, and start an online business all online. Now, here's your host, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, George Pitts. Welcome, everyone, to the Monetize Everything Podcast. It is your host, George Pitts, serial entrepreneur, author, speaker, and everyday uh, man of God. Today, we have a great guest today. We have my good friend, uh, Miss Chioma, who is the founder of Choosing Nursing. She is also a serial entrepreneur, an educator, soon-to-be author, and uh, also public speaker. And she's going to be joining us today on the Monetize Everything podcast to talk about how she got into business and to give us some gems on many of you guys that are looking to uh, start your business online. So without further ado, Ms. Chioma, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me here. I really, really am glad to be here. Excellent. Excellent. It's good to have you today. Uh, So tell us, man, let's just jump right on into this. Tell us a little bit about you. Like what made you... Uh, going to nursing and 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 kind of you know give us some background on who is Chioma to let the guests get familiar with you. Okay, I was originally born and raised, actually born in Nigeria. I grew, I lived here most of my life in the United States. Um, so I come from a culture where it's very hardworking, um, and honestly, there's there's usually four different types of careers you can pursue when you're Nigerian. So it's either a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse, or yeah, or an engineer. So my mom, she's a, she was a nurse first, and she honestly really um, put that desire in me to do, to pursue nursing since I was like a little girl. Um, and so then, naturally over time, I just decided that this would be the best profession for me to choose because I knew I wanted to help people, and I did my research, you know. So I learned how you know that nursing is something that's always going to be in demand. You're not going to have problems finding a job. So that was one side of it that encouraged me. And then plus, like I said as well, like I like helping people. I like making a difference in people's lives. So I chose nursing. Um, Definitely not an easy experience, but it was something that was well worth it. And it really cultivated me as far as who I am today. And, you know, it's it's one of those type of careers where, you will discover who you are when you pursue nursing. Oh, I bet. It just really was something that I knew that I was supposed to do. And um, yeah, so that's pretty much how I got started with nursing. It was just something that was kind of instilled with me at a young age. Um, And then I went through, uh, you know, really sound school that prepared me. And and then I, you know, continued to you know, pursued and everything. So awesome. So when you got into nursing, um, what made you decide to go a little bit farther from just being an actual caregiver to an actual educator? I would say I didn't understand why there was such a shortage, like a nursing shortage. Like when I was working, I would, you know, it would be a challenge as far as like not being, always being short staff, you know, like just seeing that always have been an issue everywhere I went. Um, and so, you know, as I was pursuing, I just, I thought to myself, what can I do that can make a bigger impact than what I'm doing now? I've always been somebody where I, I have a bigger vision for things. Um, so I just wanted to do something greater. So I decided that 
um, I want to teach people, you know, I, I knew I wanted to teach people. I didn't know exactly what, to be honest, but I knew I wanted to teach people something in the area of nursing to help deal with the shortage. So the, the biggest thing that was my passion was the nursing shortage. And so from there, I realized that the biggest thing was to inform people and to really bring this awareness and how we can fix it. So that's what really got me going from the position of Want, you know, being a caregiver to, to pursuing education. Wow. Wow. So um, you pretty much found a solution to a problem, which was, of course, the nursing shortage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously it sounds like it, it ended up working out for you and many other people. Um, with that being said, what made you decide that entrepreneurship was the best way instead of maybe just going to teach at a university or maybe going out to the administrators of the hospital and saying, hey, I would like to teach this course for some of the uh, people who are coming here for internships and things like that? Um, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I actually did think about doing that. Like I looked for um, jobs actually and most of the positions that I found required you to get a master's degree in nursing first and so I thought okay I could get a master's in nursing that's an A option um, and then I thought well why not I create my own thing because I kind of like I realized at the end of the day that I always wanted to pursue even when I started um, my journey in college and everything, I, I knew I had desire for entrepreneurship on some level. I just didn't know when I would fulfill that desire. Um, and so I felt like if I did the university thing, which is a, a definitely a, something that a lot of people encouraged me to do, oh, you should go to, back to school and you know be a teacher if you really like that. And, and it sounded appealing, but then I realized, well, you know, the problem with doing that is that I'm gonna have to go back to school and pay all over again for, loans and that kind of stuff and then like um i'm not really going to have a lot of say in how i want to do things so i and i've always been somebody where i didn't absolutely love having a boss (laughs) so i didn't really like (laughs) having a manager and you know i just kind of got i think my biggest frustration was you know, I did see other people who were in those positions and I didn't want to jump on board. Like it didn't look super appealing to me, to be honest. And so I realized, you know what, why not try something different and why not pursue something where I'm going to have more control, more autonomy over my life. And really that was the biggest thing. Like I didn't want to go through the headache of going back to school again. And, you know, I was just like, you know what, let me just take what I have right now. and turn it into something, you know? And so that's kind of what birthed my pursuit into entrepreneurship. So when you actually decided to pursue it, how long did it take you from the time that you said, okay, Chiyama, this is what mm-hmm. I'm going to do to yeah. when you actually started choosing nursing and had it full-fledged set up and ready to go? Mm, wow. Um, you know, it's interesting, like how choosing nursing started actually was through a blog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, it really started from a blog, actually. And this is why I tell people, like, start. Just start somewhere because you starting something would lead to something more. So it was in 2012 when I just decided I just want to blog, and I started blogging um, on choosingnursing.net, and I just started blogging. And then um, then it was in 2015 when I started listening to podcasts. Like, in that during that year, I started listening to podcasts, like, I started listening to podcasts and they were telling me how 
or how I turned my blog into a business, how my blog generated this. And I was like, what? Really? Like, <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. Like, let me do this for real now. So, um, so when I started learning the possibilities and the potentials from blogging to a business, then I decided, okay, let me pursue, let me turn this into a real business. So I started off when I got that revelation, then I started, um, looking into mentorship because a lot of, um, a lot of podcasts that I listened to said that, oh, you need a mentor and that kind of stuff. So it was kind of interesting because my very first, because when I started this, I wanted to actually do, I wanted to be a nurse that helps nurses, but I actually wanted to help people. I actually wanted to help nurses find a, find a job. That's actually what I wanted to pursue initially. And then I got a mentor and the mentor told me, no, 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 no. You should teach people how to pass the NCLEX. So that idea changed me to that path. And I started, you know, building the website and putting stuff together, and, um, which was very, very exhausting, very, very draining because I was working my job at the same time. So literally I would go to work, come home, work on the business and do that every single day and be so overwhelmed. And I got to the point where I had broken down and I just literally said a prayer. I said, God, if you want me to still do this, you need to send me a sign because I'm over this. <laughs> so I was, <laughs> was so much. Right. And, right. Um, and the problem with it, like I just, you know, cause I was told all this information. Okay. Do this, do this, do this, do that. Um, and just felt so overwhelming. And so then after I said that prayer, literally that same day, I stumbled upon a um, webinar that was called How to Quit Your Job in 90 Days. And literally from that point on, um, I got um, a, new co a new mentor that really helped me. And I literally quit my job within 90 days. Wow. So, um, so it worked. That's how I transitioned. And then, yeah, it did work. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, and then from there, I, I started building the, the model of the business and as far as making products and reaching audience. So, yeah, that's how I got, I got started. So when you say mentor, like the, the, these mentors that you had, were these like mentors that you found like online and, and, and were they free or did they require a type of investment to obtain them as mentors or how did those relationships yeah. work? Yeah. Um, they absolutely did cost an investment <laughs> for sure. Um, I found them, the first mentor I found was through LinkedIn. So don't sleep on LinkedIn. Um, so I found the first one through LinkedIn and that was definitely an investment. Um, and then the second mentor I worked with for actually almost two years and I found her through Facebook and I, and that was actually through like a webinar. So, um, so I just found them randomly, um, like through social media and it was really a good decision. Like it, it, it definitely did cost investment. And when I say investment, I'm, I mean like thousands of dollars, not like, a couple hundred. <laughs> so it was a real investment and it really, that alone pushed me outside my comfort zone. I'm really glad you said that. And I'm glad you called them a mentor because some people might call them a coach or a strategist. Um, but I'm really glad you used that because a lot of people love to use that word mentor. Like, mm -hmm. I want you to be my mentor. I want you to mentor me. And a lot of people like to use that because they think that that one's less cost or free um. than saying, I want you to be my coach. I want you to coach me. So I'm really, really glad you said that and that you also, that they were an investment because, you know, as you can see, when you make an investment into yourself, these are the type of results that you yeah. could potentially expect, you know? So, um, 
I'm glad that we got to see that. So take us through what was it like after you got choosing nursing set up, your website was up and you were ready to start offering. What was that like and how did you get your first paying client? Um, okay. So I think the biggest thing is that you have to first identify where your customers or your potential audience or ideal client wants. So, um, so I had to first do a lot of research to help me cultivate the right product or course. Um, so that took, it took like a lot of time doing that. I did surveys and everything to like gather data and did a lot of research. And then, um, I put the product together. Um, slowly that took me like six months or so to put together, but I was doing, um, tutoring sessions in the process of building the course. And the way it's actually funny how I found my, my first client. Um, she just found me randomly on my website. It was really, um, unexpected to be honest. Like the way it happened is that she was, she said that she was looking up, you know, NCLUX help and she found my website. She saw me and she just felt comfortable with me. And that's why I tell people it's so important that you take your website seriously. So she just found me and then um, she was my very first tutoring client. And, um, and so I helped, I worked with her over the course of some months um, and helped her to pass her RN exam. So, um, so it's, it's so like literally, so in the process while I was helping her, I was also building this course cause it takes a while to build a course, especially if it's your first time. Um, but I tutored her and she just, she honestly just stumbled on the website and she emailed me and I responded to her. And then from there, um, I just set up the sessions and the times um and everything and um yeah and it just it just really it just worked and my work relationship with her my as far as me helping her like our working relationship it really helped to shape the course i was currently building too so that way you know it really um gave me like a lot more insight okay i definitely put this in course add this and all that kind of stuff so it was really like a process of building the course but at the same time tutoring people one-to-one, that was also how, you know, I built the business. And I'm glad you said what you said, and I'm going to tell you why. It's very important for everybody in here that's listening to have a website. Um, You've got so many people that still say, oh, you don't need a website. Everything's also, people are going to social media. People still search for stuff on Google. People still search for things outside of social media. So it's very important for you to actually have um, a website because you just never know who's searching and, and, and who's looking for the information that your particular place can provide because that's what it's all about. Um, so with that being said, um, what was it like to hold your first class and, and, and how did you actually do that? Okay. So my first class, it was, um, I mean, it was kind of a little bit nerve wracking because it was like my first time doing it, but I felt very confident because I know I knew the staff. So, and that's the biggest thing I would tell people teach something that, you know, like if you can't ask, answer questions about it, you shouldn't teach it. You should find something that you're really comfortable in teaching. So I, so the first class, I, I think I set it up through like 
I don't know, maybe Zoom. I don't remember exactly. But um, but pretty much, you know, spread the word, told people about the class, um, created like the outline as far as how the class is going to be done. I made sure that the colors was consistent with their brand. Um, and then like, oh, I remember now I had a webinar and that's how I promoted the class. So, um, and so, yeah, we did the class. We met every single week. Like we met weekly um, for the class and everything. Just, just taught people, um, educated them online through the class. And um, it wasn't really hard. It was, it was, I mean, cause I was, cause I knew what I was talking about. So it wasn't really hard to teach people about the information. And, um, and it does, there is a lot of upfront work though, because I had to create the PowerPoint slides. So I didn't just, um, like I had the, the PowerPoint slides professionally made. So it looked nice. So that does matter. Like visual aids, you should care about that stuff because, um, people pay attention to details. So, um, you know, so just, pre just prepare the slides and prepare like the notes what we're going to talk about, make sure that they knew that. And just was consistent with the class, and yeah, and people were um, great, happy with the information. So that's pretty much how it went. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, so with that being said, uh, whenever you actually did that first class, what were your were you nervous or were you like having some doubt or how was it? How was that whole yeah. you know that whole feeling? You know what? It it's very. I will be honest, like when I first started teaching anything, I had to deal with a lot of going back and forth in my mind and just really like, you know, trying to just shut the thoughts of, well, you know, you don't know what you're doing. This is too early, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, just like, just trying to like get rid of insecurities um, because this was something new. And honestly, that's probably the biggest things that happens when you first start anything is you have to get, you have to push aside those insecurities that will want to show up. So it was very nerve wracking. Like I had to tell myself and that's why the mentor helped me a lot, honestly, because she kept on like telling me like, you have to believe that you can do this. Um, so she saw the potential in me before I did, honestly. And that really pushed me to do it, you know? Um, and so like, I, I, I was very nervous. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure that everybody was happy with the class and everything. Um, but, you know, once you do it, you just do it. And you get better and better at it. So um, it was nerve wracking. But then I think because I had somebody encouraging me, you know, that helped relieve a lot, relieve a lot of anxiety. Um, and then um, and then it just became natural. And I actually found myself I'm like, wow, I really, really like doing this. So, um, and that's kind of how you know when you're in the, your element when you actually enjoy it and you're really passionate about what you're saying. So yeah, it was nerve wracking, but I got over it. I 100% agree with that. Were you still doing your first, were you still doing your job whenever you actually started, uh, your first class? Um, I, I was, well, let me think about that actually. Um, Let's see, so I quit my job. Okay, yeah, I would say like I was not I, actually. No, I don't think I was actually. I think I was. I think I had left my left my job at at that point actually. So I had already left my job at that point because um, yeah, I believe I already left that left my job at that at that point. I didn't. I wasn't working 
um, anymore. So yeah, I'd already left. So how did you know when was the best time to leave your job while you were building your business? Um, well, I'll, uh, this is what I would say. Like for me, it was more of a, it was kind of like a, a spiritually led decision for me personally. I don't, I, I would say for everybody, it's going to be different, but I had, fortunately I had a couple of things. I had one, a mentor. So that gave me a lot of comfort. Um, two, I did have a lot of savings. So I had like a really large savings that I could rely on. And then three, um, actually there's more, more, more than, and then three as well. Um, my, like I got a lot of signs. It was time for me to leave. Um, it was actually kind of interesting. Like I, I, like I literally knew, I heard God tell me today is the day you put your two weeks notice in. And it was funny because I went to work that day. I had lunch with my coworkers and she told me that she had a dream that I quit my job. <laughs> and so I knew, I was, and I had not told her I was thinking about leaving. And I knew that God was giving me a sign. You should use time for you to go. And it, before all that, before that was happening, things were just starting to pile up more and more in my job. So like literally they were telling me, um, you need to, we're going to need you guys to come on, you know, on the weekends, we're going to need to put more work in, um, you know, and like, I was just like, oh. it's like, I just, like, I just knew that because okay, it was already like, I'm already having to, to manage the little time I do have to work, work on the business. And so I knew that if I put more time on building this, you know, building my job, it's going to really take away from the business. So I just knew that th like the workload was getting more and more and more. And then, um, you know, with, with the responsibilities, what they want us to do, the weekends, the evenings, all this kind of stuff. And then bam, that's when I heard the Lord tell me it's time for you to go. And that's when my, when my coworker told me I had a dream that you quit your job. So I put my two weeks notice and I didn't look back. So, so wow. it was literally like a combination of different things. So I, I, re, I don't, I recommend, I mean, as I recommend depending on who you are as a person, um, just make you use wisdom. Like I, ha, I had, like I said, I had a large savings put aside that I was able to um, live off on. And then plus the business was already growing pretty quickly so I just recommend you use wisdom. Don't just quit your job because you're tired of it because then you might be, you may dry up your resources too early. Right. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much how I, I knew. It was just kind of like an innate thing, like it's time to go kind of thing. So when you quit and you started building your business, what was it like to be where you basically had to make your own decision on when you worked and how you worked and things like that? Oh, man. like. When that happened, like at first what happens is like, you're like, oh my gosh, wow, like I have so much time now. And, <laughs> and you're like, yes, like, <laughs> you're so excited. And so that's when you realize like, okay, no, I have to really match my time now. Like I have to really match my time. And so that's when I got like, um, like my mentor, she told me, you know, you need to get a planner and you need to get a planner that organizes by every hour, by every little by the hour of the day so that way you don't waste time and you need to track how many hours you put into your business. Um, you know, you need to track all this stuff. So 
I had to learn a new way to, I was just, I was happy about the extra time and being sleeping and all that kind of stuff. But then, but then I had to relearn how to manage my time, how to be extremely effective because now I didn't have the comfort of a job. Now I had to really, you know, do the work. So, um, so I had to just pretty much relearn how to manage my time. I had to organize my days. Okay, this day I'll, I'll create content. This day is when I'll do the teaching, you know. So you have to learn how to manage your time well so that way it still produces, you know, uh, outcomes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening to the Monetize Everything podcast with George Pitts. Visit us at georgepittsco.com for show notes and more resources on how to build wealth, improve your finances, and multiple streams of income all online.